And now, another timely and powerful message from Pastor Emmanuel Williams and Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be where you could find yourself somewhere in Quincy, in 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 in, in where where Gretna, somewhere. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter where you catch, you get prepared and catch your and catch on fire. The world will come see you burn. So the reason why the world is not coming to hello, Sata. <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying. Notice, 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 brothers and sisters. The disciples did not go to the Sanhedrin. The Sanhedrin came for them because they caught on fire. <laughs> I get what I'm saying. They began to burn. Glory be to Jesus. Amen. They began to burn. And they came. And, and, and what Gamaliel is saying, this is not, this is not a, a revo- this is not a, a glory be to Jesus. A rebellion. Thank you. He's saying, brothers, can't you see this is not a rebellion? This is a revolution. This is a new movement that's been ordained by God. He said, can't you see it? All Jerusalem started going to John the Baptist. Every, the entire city and John the Baptist saw a bunch of priests coming to him. Mm, the same guys who made up the Sanhedrin. And he had a few words for them. I'm not going to repeat what he said. Amen. He had a few words for them. But this is what I'm saying, brothers and sisters. John the Baptist started where? In the wilderness. And he had to go through his preparation period. Before... God brought him to the public. The 12 disciples took time with Jesus. For how many years? Three and a half years. Jesus left and Jesus said to them in Luke chapter 24 verse 49, he said, tarry in Jerusalem. You need to see that word right here quickly. Luke uh, 24 49. He said, tarry in Jerusalem because your preparation is not complete. There is something else you need. He said right here, tarry in Jerusalem verse, uh, yeah, he said, behold, I send the promise of the Father upon you. He said, but tarry you in the city of Jerusalem until what? Until you what? Be endued with power from on high. With what? Power from on high. He said, I need you. Listen to me. He said, I need you. Yes. Yes. You've been called. Mm, but there is preparation time and you cannot take a shortcut because if you take a shortcut you're going to you, you're going to be exposed to the enemy are you getting what i'm saying you'll do more harm to the body than good are you with me because w- w- i'm going to show you i'm going to show you the enemy that we christians face now these apostles they face the devil himself Amen. But I'm going to show you what we Christians on the whole face the enemy because there are three. There is the devil. Amen. There is what the world and there is the flesh. Amen. And so Jesus said to them, Jesus said, look, I need you. This is what I need, I need you to do until you be endued with power. The word endued means, it means what to, it, uh, that, 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 that's how we get the word, um, 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 it's, it's enduo. It is to be, it is to be uh, fortified. Amen. 
it is to be fortified with power it is to be strengthened that's where we get that word uh, from philippians 4 13 it says i can do what all things through Christ what strengthen me that word strengthen here it means it means to be empowered it means what to be empowered to have power and authority and character that's what it means okay he said you can do what all things through christ who what strengthens you it is through christ who strengthens you who empowers you to do it it's not you it's christ who what giving you the power strengthening you to do it same word here endure endured with what power from an eye because listen to me brothers and sisters there's a level of boldness that you and i need you cannot do it without being empowered there's a level what of boldness to stand before 70 men and they made a decision just like that to kill you they voted immediately let's kill them immediately let's kill them and they know they had the power to do it what do you do that's what the devil is out to do he came to steal to kill and to destroy and that's what he's trying to do and if you are out of order are you with me you are not endued with power <laughs> ah glory be to jesus are you getting what i'm saying saints so jesus said wait he said wait don't you go out as yet i need you to be endued with power from on high Amen. I need you to be endued with power from on high. Psalms 31 24 reads, Be of good courage, and he will strengthen your heart, all you who hope in the Lord. It says, What? Be of good courage, and he will what? strengthen your heart all you who what hope in the lord notice how you are strengthened what is the prerequisite for being strengthened no no, no. read it courage. courage yes courage you know what courage is it is to do right in the face of wrong it is it is to do the right it doesn't matter what you see what you feel what you know you do what god's word says to do are you with me? You just do it. The disciples, the 12 apostles, they were there standing. They could have started saying, no, nobody's killing us today. They just voted to kill. No, I got a wife. I got kids. No, I'm not. No, they just stood and let God arise. <laughs> because they were courageous. And God strengthened them with might in the inner man by their spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? But you need to exercise courage. That's why God told Joshua over and over, be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. Be strong and be courageous. Because where you are going to the promised land, it is not an easy trip. You see, many of us don't want to get there. Many of us want to get there overnight in the promised land. Are you with me? We just want to get there. No, 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 no. When you go there, you got to keep what you get. In order to keep it, you got to be strengthened. <laughs> so you need to go all the way. You need to what? Be prepared. Get stronger and be, re be prepared every step of the way. Are you get what I'm saying, saints? That's why God told him what? Be strong. Be courageous. Now when the Bible says be strong, it's not talking about getting strong because you go to the gym or you eat spinach. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? That's not the kind of system. <laughs> be strong, that's not a Popeye strong. Are you with me? That's not a Popeye strong. 
He's talking. <laughs> Be strong in the knowledge of God. That's what it means. Be strong in the knowledge of God. In other words, know who you are in Christ. Know about, know what God can do for you. Are you with me? So you learn to lean hard on the Lord and be quiet. I, I, I got to jump over. I got to jump over. You know, the disciples and the disciples, these 12 men, they face the devil and the world. The world is the system that's organized by men influenced by the devil. You with me? The 70 guys, they had a system. Amen? A system to oppress the poor. Now, let me go to the enemy that you and I face most of the time. The enemy you and I face because we are all like the, like, like, like the disciples heading in the, in the direction of God's call. Amen. These men were heading in the direction of God's calling and they run into the devil. Mm? Now we are heading in the direction of our calling from God. Praise God. And let me show you brothers and sisters the enemy you and I face. The enemy you and I face is called what? The flesh. <laughs> are you with me the enemy we face is called what the flesh there are three enemies we said the devil and these three enemies you know um, it is said a lot in Christendom but these three enemies are found in Ephesians chapter 2 verse 1 2 and 3 verse 1 2 and 3 I don't have time to can you just Go here quickly. Let me show you the three enemies. Because many times it's said in Christendom, but, but very few times the supportive scriptures are given. Ephesians chapter 2. Let me show you where it is. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, 2, and 3. And then I'll show you one other place. I think in Mark chapter 4, it talks about the different type of soils. Amen. The seed is sown. And then you have the devil. The first one coming to take away the seed. Amen. Glory be to Jesus. So Ephesians chapter 2, you got it? It says, and you have been quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Verse 2. Here comes the first enemy. You were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to what? The course of what? First enemy. You were dead in trespasses and sins, and because you were dead in trespasses and sins, you walked according to the course of this world. We said one of the enemies is what? The world. So if you walk according to, the, according to the course of this world, according to whom? The prince of the power of the air. Who's the prince of the power of the air? The, that's the second enemy. Are you with me? Let us see if we can get a third enemy in there. The prince of the power of the air is, notice the small s. He is the spirit that now worketh in the children of whom? Oh, disobedience, disobedience. Let's go to verse 3. We are searching for our last enemy here. There we go. Among whom also we all had our conversation here means lifestyle. Amen. In times past, in the lust of what? In the lust of our flesh. Fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind. And were by nature the children of wrath, even as others. Three enemies we are right here faced with. The devil... The world and the flesh. And I said the one we face most is what? The flesh. We as Christians, we, I believe, we've, that's the one we fight with the most. The flesh. Amen. Now, Charles Pope, he's a pastor and archbishop. He's a prelate. Uh, he said this about the flesh. What exactly is the flesh? If the enemy that we faced, we, if the enemy we face the most is the flesh, then what's the flesh? Hmm? What is the flesh? 
that's what he said he said the flesh is perhaps most plainly that part of us that is alienated from god listen to what he says is alienated from god it is the rebellious unruly and obstinate part of our inner self that is operative all the time listen to me he continues it is that part of us that does not want to be told what to do that part of us that it hates order he continues it is stubborn refuses correction and does not want to have a thing to do with God he said the flesh listen to me the flesh bristles at limits and rules Mm -hmm. you put rules and regulations and the flesh why do I have to do that I'm not coming to church anymore why do I there's an African proverb that's often recited by Les Brown he said <laughs> and listen to me carefully he said if there is no enemy in me the enemy from without can do me no harm there is an enemy in you and I and if we take care of that enemy the enemy from without the world and the devil can do us what no harm after Paul conquered the enemy from within in Galatians 2 20 he said I'm crucified with Christ nevertheless I live but Christ that liveth in me he said and the life that I now live I live by the faith it's not I've conquered the enemy in me that's why Paul said everything I have attained it is comparison it is compared dung you know what dung is I don't have to make it plain you know what it is Amen. Who else can say that but a man, but a man who's already conquered himself? Since the, let me tell you, the most powerful thing you'll conquer is not the devil, it's not the world, it is you. And believe me, when you conquer you, you're ready for ministry. Yeah, yeah, yes. When you conquer you, when you conquer yourself, you are ready. Yeah, because when you conquer yourself, you learn to leave people alone. Yeah, you learn to leave people alone. Yeah, you'll stop talking about people, and then God will make a way for you. Yeah. Oh, glory be to Jesus. Are you getting what I'm saying, says? So he said, let, let, let's continue what he says. I'm bringing it to an end. Uh, he said, he said, the flesh, it bristles at limits and rules. He said, the flesh recoils at anything that might cause me to be diminished. Are you with me? It recalls, it revolts against that. Diminished or something less than the center of the universe. Anytime you're taking out the spotlight and you have an, an attitude. Anytime you're taking out, if you're taken out of the spotlight and you say, that's okay, it's all right. And you step back low and you still be able to praise God. Oh, you've conquered the flesh. But if you step around saying, why did they use him on me? Yeah, yeah we, all have, we all have done that. We all have done that. That's the enemy. And he's, and he's working against us. God cannot use a vessel like that as he wants to. Are you getting me? Let me continue. That's what we face. Let me continue about the flesh. Let me continue. He said the flesh hates to be under authority. Or to have to yield to anything other than his own wishes and desires. The flesh hates to be. It goes out and starts talking about authority. I know. You know I know Natasha? Because I did it. I did it. 
and never progressed spiritually. Never. No door opened. Nothing. Let me continue. Let me continue. Let me. The flesh often desires something simply. Listen to me. Listen to me. It's, he says the flesh often desires something simply because it's forbidden. The flesh says, well, no, I'm just going to fight for it. No. Just because you say no, the flesh says, so after hearing him, this is what I came up with about the flesh. The Lord says, have you ever heard the Lord say, thou shalt not, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. Well, the flesh says, yes, I will. Yes, I, and I'm going to show you, yes, I will. <laughs> are, you getting, are you getting what I'm saying? <laughs> I was... <laughs> I was meditating on this yesterday and I was listening to a pastor and he said, he began to read Romans chapter 7. You know, in Romans chapter 7, it talks about the war of the flesh. And he said, when he read, he read Romans chapter 7 verse 8 and it reads, but sin taken occasion by the commandment wrought in me all manner of concupiscence. And concupiscence is uncontrolled lust. Concupiscence, for without the law, sin was dead. And he said, he said, without the law, sin was dead. So he said, he said, hold on, hold on, hold on. So if there is no law, there is no sin because sin is dead. So he said, so the law revives sin. Are you with me? So he looked out of his window and he saw three little guys playing. They were playing soccer. He looked out of the window and he he said he, he said I'm, he said I'm going to try that. He called them and he called. He said. I, I want you to stay over here, but you see this plant right here. This plant right there, you shall not touch that plant. You shall not come close to that plant. You three thou shall not. And they said, Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And they left. When they left, they keep turning back looking at the plant. <laughs> Before there was no law. Before there was thou shall not, they didn't care about the plant. Are you, they didn't care, but just because he said, thou shall not, thou shall not, all of a sudden now, they're looking, thou shall not, yes I will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> so, listen to me now, he's looking, he's looking, he's peeping behind the window, and he said, all of a sudden, they stopped, they, they came and they conspired, and they came tiptoeing to the plant. He said, he's looking, he said, one little guy just started peeing on the plant. He, the tears came from his eyes because he's realizing that is for real. Then one little guy looked at the plant. He's afraid. He's looking. He just starts spitting on the plant. And until the last guy starts kicking the plant. Why? All because the law came in. Thou shalt not. Thou sh and the flesh said, yes, I will. Yes, I will. And if you cannot say like Paul, I'm crucified. If, if you cannot say, if you cannot hear, thou shalt not, and say, yes sir, that's alright, thou shalt not. And move away glorifying Jesus. Then, brother, it's going to be difficult for you to be used in any way. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's why I keep saying, leave people alone. Are you with me? I keep telling you, because that is what we face as believers. The flesh, and as, as the African proverb said, is there, if, there, if, if there is no enemy... In me, the enemy from without can do me no harm. Because I've conquered myself. Are you with me? Oh, glory be to Jesus. And that is why, that, that is what I'm asking. That, I, I, that, 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 I, 
I was reading this right here and I'm saying the enemy came against this guy and I kept saying what comes against us why is it so difficult for us the the flesh has us bound in certain habits and and certain ways and of thinking that we can destroy but we choose not to are you getting what I'm saying? There are certain habits and ways and things we do mm, that we just keep doing and it keeps us going around <laughs> the wilderness for 40 years. That's how, that's how, that's how the children of Israel were. And listen, listen to me, brothers and sisters. You hear me very carefully? Hear me carefully. The older you get, the more difficult it is for you to change. I'm... <laughs> Are uh, you getting what I'm saying? The older you get, the more we get old. Listen to me. I hate to say listen to me, but let me share this with you. I'm beginning to realize even my own habits I have to evaluate. I'm saying, why am I stuck that way? When I'm getting old and I have not, I have not addressed it, now I can break it. Are you with me? But it's going to take major change. But sometimes you're just comfortable, you know. Praise the Lord. Somebody else will do it, you know. Praise the Lord. God is good and all the time. Let's go home. <laughs> if you, if you have not taken care of the flesh, <laughs> if you don't address that, you open up yourself to be used by the enemy to intercept God's work and you're going to hold yourself back. Because what happens is somebody else is as you are taking it easy, somebody else is forging ahead in the things of God. And God is going to identify them and promote them. Are you with me? And guess what you're going to get? You're going to get what? Angry. It happened to me. I know. It happened to me. You're going to get angry. And then I'm, I'm not going to church today. I'm not going to church. And the devil said, yes, pastor. He overlooked you again. You will hear from the And then son, mm -hmm, Yes. <laughs> How do I know? It, I did it. Ask her. I did it. That's my wife. She's right there. We did it. And I did not know. I did not know the flesh was working against me. And it's finally, while reading God's word, I, I had to break away from these patterns. And so I could qualify and be prepared for God to use us. I get what I'm saying, saints. Be careful with the flesh. It's subtle, but it's in you, it's in me. And you got to work with it, not work with it. You got to destroy it. You got to capture it and be able to say like Paul, be able to say like Paul, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Man, it is such an easy, when you, well, let, me, let me share with you, brothers and sisters. When you get to that point, man, your life is so stressless. <laughs> it is so wonderful, stress-free. No, that's not, oh, that's all right. That, oh, no, that's okay. Praise the Lord. They don't know what to do with you because it's always praise the Lord. That's all right. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to say, what happened to him? He has conquered the flesh, his greatest enemy, and now he's free to be used by God. That's why the Bible says, and I'm done. That's why the Bible says in, in, in John chapter 8, verse 31, it says 31 and 32. He says, if you be my disciple, huh? what's going to happen? You... Let's go to John chapter 8 verse 31. You need to, we need, honestly, this is a portion of scripture. It shows you how to get free from the flesh. It shows you how to get free. There is a progression in there. It says if you, yeah, Jesus said to the Jews, if you continue, can, he, 
he said what if you continue in my word then you are can you go to verse verse 30 let's see who he said it to and he spoke these words to whom make believers that's us he said to them after they got saved he said to them they got saved everybody jumped and were happy we're going to heaven then he said to those who believed if you continue in my word what's going to happen then you shall be my disciples indeed let's go to verse 32 he said he said when you become my disciple, you become notice the progression you get saved then you continue in the word hmm? what do you do you continue in the word as you continue in the word what you become a disciple for real not in name only not in talk are you with me are you get what i'm saying you are disciple you flock around disciples not around rebels are you get what i'm saying i'm telling you your th things are going to change so you shall know the truth and and after you become a disciple what's going to happen oh truth 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 you're going to start ah now it's for revelation knowledge now you start to get from god what they cannot teach you at university it's straight from god now because you become a disciple truth you shall know and who jesus said i am what the way the truth right now you have access to revelation knowledge straight from jesus because the bible says in Colossians, jesus is the wisdom of god are you with truth and then what the truth does <laughs> Ooh, everyone can have it i'm all right <laughs> thank god almighty i'm free at last i've conquered the flesh oh the truth of the flesh has been revealed to me by god and i can deal with it i have the power to break free from these ways of thinking break free from this habit break free so i can be qualified to be used by god be encouraged since the year is coming to an end amen 10 months just flew by and many of us we are the same place we were when january first started are you with me <laughs> glory be to jesus are you getting what i'm saying you get what i'm saying say i need you i do not be discouraged be strong continue i start today start today start today start what today we still got 60 more days well 60 we got a few more the fifth two days what 27 how many more we got we got 63 more days before the year ends six how many 63 more days before the year end you still can make a dent in 63 more days you still can we still can we still can we still can amen we still can isn't god a wonderful god glory be a wonderful god glory be to jesus god is a good god i'm bringing it to a close god is a good god we prayed for miss um uh, kathy last week right miss kathy and uh, god opened up a door for her big time this week listen to me it's amazing it is amazing <laughs> she came here yeah yeah she came. <laughs> isn't god a wonderful god she came with a smile this morning she said things are right i'm going something on monday glory be to jesus amen god is just a wonderful god amen a wonderful god and god wants to do it for us all the time all the time he wants to do it brothers and sisters all the time i need you to be encouraged and give god a chance to fight for you
But you got to be quiet like the disciples. You got to be quiet like the disciples. That happens only when you've grown in grace. Second Peter 3.18 And in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Are you getting what I'm saying? Glory be to Jesus. Father, we thank you for your word. Please take time to meditate on the word and let it sink into your heart and soul and mind today. Knowing that the Christian who meditates on the word will be like a tree planted by the water, bringing forth fruit in its season and prospering in all that he does. But what if you aren't a Christian today? What if you don't know if you're bound for heaven as a forgiven child of God? If that's you, then let's take care of it right now if you're ready. Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Are you ready to be forgiven of your sins and washed clean and made new? Are you ready to begin your new life in Christ? Then turn to God right now and say, Lord, I love you. I need you. I repent of my sins. Lord, please forgive me and wash me clean. I receive your forgiveness right now as I put my faith in Jesus as my Savior. God, please lead me and teach me and show me how to live from now on. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're looking for a good church family, you'll be welcomed with open arms at Imitators of God Ministries, Colossal Vivacious Church in Tallahassee, located at 4750 Capital Circle Southeast near Tram Road. Sunday school begins for all ages at 10 a.m. and the morning service begins at 11. And the Wednesday evening service begins at 7. This is a life-giving, multicultural, multi-generational church where people of all races, backgrounds, and walks of life come together to worship, to be inspired in their love for God, to develop relationships, and to be empowered to live out God's purpose for their lives. Find more information on their website, imitatorsofgodministries.com or call the church 850-408-8496.